Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Hello, hello, and welcome to Self-Care is Sexy. My name is Chris, and I'll be your host. We're a podcast that's here to generate and share self-care ideas with each other. Last episode was all about the things that you might not be aware of that you're doing that are actually killing your chances at self-care. And they're things that we do every single day, and unless you change how you're doing these things, you're never going to convince yourself that it's okay to take time for self-care. If you missed that episode or want to catch up on any past episodes, you can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, Podnation, Amazon Music, and at our website, www.selfcareissexy.com. Okay, I want to give you a quick preview of what to expect from today's show. Today, I want to go over two very different types of self-care, preventative and restorative self-care. I'm going to give you some examples of each of them, and I'm going to go through the pros and the cons of both and talk about when it's best to use each kind of self-care. There's lots to get to today, but first, some housekeeping notes. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases. All right, buckle up, kitties. We've got a pretty deep dive into preventative and restorative self care. These are two very distinct types of self care, and knowing the difference between the two is really going to help you focus your efforts where you need them most, when you need them most. Because let's be honest, we're all crazy busy, on fire with all the responsibilities, all the side hustles, all the chores, all the duties, all the jobs, all the things, and we still need to find time and make ourselves the priority. In order to do so, in order to be very effective in how we utilize our time, it's really important to distinguish between what kind of self-care you need. Now, if you are a new listener to the show, welcome. Hello, I'm Chris. I cuss a lot. I'm pretty crazy town, but I've got a lot of great ideas on how to help you get self-care and how you can make yourself a priority without feeling guilty or shitty about your choices or like you're the worst person ever. 
And in doing so, I want to just take a moment and say, if you're new to self-care, if self-care is really uncomfortable for you, and even the idea of listening to this podcast kind of gives you that cringy eye roll feeling, it's really important that you just focus on and start where you're at. This is a deep dive into very specific kinds of self-care. And if you're at that point in your relationship with yourself that you are doing absolutely zero bud kiss, nothing thing for self-care, as a matter of fact, you're closer to the self-harm category, then I want you to just dial it back and take this episode with a grain of salt because this is a lot of information that might be uncomfortable to receive if you're not even in the right realm thinking about how self-care is good for you. So if you're really new and you're struggling and you're challenged by even just the idea of taking 10 minutes out of your day to do nice things for yourself or if you have a really hard time with the idea of stopping working to take a break, to go for a walk, to get water, to stand up and move your body, or if the idea of asking your partner, your husband, your your kids, whatever, to help you with the laundry so that you can have an extra hour of sleep, if that really just is difficult for you to swallow, this episode might be a little challenging because we're going to get into a deep dive between very different kinds of self-care. So if you're new, Always just start small and slow so that you're not overwhelmed. So just take these little ideas and do as much as you can and be easy on yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Love yourself through listening to this episode. Get what's here for you and leave the rest. Don't get overwhelmed by what you're not doing or what you're not able to focus on. Do what you can. Now, if you're one of my returning listeners and you've been along for the ride for a while, thank you, you crazy assholes. I love you tons and tons and sticky buns. I've got a lot of great content for you today that's really going to help you take your self-care to that next level. Today, we're talking about preventative and restorative self-care. But before we get started, I want to make sure that you understand the importance of knowing the difference and when to apply them. Most importantly, like I just said, it helps you maximize your time. Knowing which one you need at which point in whatever's going on in your life is super important. Let's kick it off with talking about preventative self-care. So what is preventative self-care? Well, the long story short, and you know, if you've been listening to me a while, the Chris notes of it, is that preventative self-care is is the self-care Um, the self-love, the compassion that we show ourselves when things are going good and nothing's fucked, right? It's pretty even keel. Um, We do it because it's a habit. It's built in. Preventative self-care is just, it's just what it sounds like. It prevents anything from happening. It prevents that dip in our mental health. And it really is there to, you know, prevent us from getting into crisis mode. It's really a lot about consistency. So preventative self-care is the thing that you're doing on a daily basis, right? If you've got a sleep routine, that's your preventative self-care. If you've got, you know, a, a set amount of water that you like to drink every day to keep your body hydrated, to keep you energized, and to just keep you feeling great, that's preventative self-care. 
the the main point that we need to really consider about preventative self-care is that sometimes it's the hardest self-care to remember to do. So some tips that I have around ensuring that you've got a a consistent preventative self-care plan in place is to use the app, the habit app, or to use some sort of tracking device that helps give you that little check off, little dose of endorphins from finishing something on your task. I use that habit app. I've talked about it a lot. I use it to check off four main things that are considered absolute non-negotiable Uh, self-care things that I do for myself, which are I meditate for at least seven minutes a day. I drink at least 64 ounces of water a day. I do what's called a 24-hour plan. I'm a part of a no BS weight loss system. I've talked about it before. If you want information, I'll link it to the show notes. And the fourth thing is I do at least 30 minutes of activity a day. Now, this is a baseline. These are the preventative self-care things that I do that I try to consistently hit. Am I perfect? Hell fuck no. None of us are. And that's not what we're trying to do. We're not trying to be perfect. We're just trying to create a baseline of self-care that we're doing every day to help prevent us from burning out, getting into crisis mode, and some of the other mental health things that come along with not taking care of yourself. So again, if you're new and this seems overwhelming and you're thinking to yourself, Jesus, Chris, I don't have time to even sit down and do one thing a day for self-care, let alone four and track it on an app, et cetera, et cetera. That's fine. You start with where you're at and you take a minimum of 10 minutes a day to yourself. I don't care if you're staring off into space, if you're doing jumping jacks, if you're you know, breathing fresh air, if you're in the car for 10 minutes in the driveway listening to your favorite 1980s hairband. I don't care what you're doing for the 10 minutes, but you need to be able to at least get 10 minutes a day to give back to yourself. I mean, that's not even a 1% of your total time during a day. So it's really important to just start where you are. All right, now that we've talked about what preventative self-care is, I want to give you the five reasons it's really good for you. Number one, it keeps you evened out. And this is so important, my friends. When we are consistently engaged in preventative self-care, it's going to help us regulate ourselves in so many ways. I think the biggest issue that a lot of people have if they have a hard time with self-care is the emotional regulation piece because there is a lot of emotional work that goes around being able to take care of yourself consistently and preventative self-care is going to help you even out those emotions and in turn evening out your emotions is going to help you even out your time management your boundaries your communication and so much of your life is just going to fall in line once you have a set preventative self-care method in place number two it's really good for you because it's not a lot of work it's built in Preventative self-care is a habit, so there's not too much effort involved. This goes back to like laying that groundwork. What is one thing that you can do for yourself every single day that is giving back to you, that is self-care for you, 
that you can do no matter what's going on, no matter how busy you are, no matter if you're traveling, no matter if shit hits the fan, no matter if the power goes out and it snows in April in the Pacific Northwest. You've got to have at least one thing that you can do a day, whether that's journaling or maybe it's meditation. Perhaps it's just sitting quietly by yourself. You don't have to do anything, but you have to be able to at least give yourself a minimum amount of preventative self-care each and every day. And that's one of the most important things that I can really instill in you is that preventative self-care consistently is going to have such profound benefits on all the areas of your life. Number three, preventative self-care is really good for you because it builds your self-confidence and it builds your self-worth. And I've got to tell you, This is so important, especially for my people pleasers, my caretakers, and my perfectionists out there. When you have a preventative self-care plan in place on the daily that's consistent, you're going to start to see this magnificent shift in the way you think about yourself. Because what's happening is you're training this part of your brain. It's called the RAS, the reticular activative system in your brain. And you're teaching it over and over every single day. I matter. I'm important. What I want to do with my life, what I want for myself is valuable. And that gives you the self-confidence to really approach life with that mentality that you are valuable. You come to the conversation, you come to the table, you come to situations knowing your self-worth, knowing your self-confidence is there, trusting in yourself because you're going to build it over time with this habitual preventative self-care. Number four, preventative self-care is really good for you because it prevents the burnout and the breakdowns. So like I was saying, preventative self-care is the thing that prevents the mental health crisis. These are the things that you're going to do every single day that are going to help you mentally. Now, whether that's journaling or checking in on an app or meditating or coloring or playing with your dogs, whatever it is that you do on a consistent basis to help you feel good and to take care of yourself, number four. Preventative self-care is so important and it's so good for you because it prevents burnout and breakdowns. And like I said earlier, it prevents the crisis. It helps keep your mental health even keel and manageable. So consistently doing these kinds of self-care things every day is going to prevent you from getting into the red. It's going to prevent you from going over the edge into uncontrollable. It's going to help you regulate your emotions in a way that you're in charge so that when things do come up, when they come up, not if, I think we've all experienced enough hardship in life to know things are inevitably going to hit the fan. And you're going to need to have that solid base in which to work from. These things that that cause you anxiety and challenge do not have to be the end of the world if you've got preventative self-care in place prior to them hitting. Number five, preventative self-care helps you show others around you 
that it's okay to take care of themselves as well. So this is being that example. If you want to help the people around you and you really want to affect positive change in your family, in your communities, or you've got a relationship with a friend or a coworker that's really strained, one thing that you can absolutely do to help that is to consistently show that person that you take care of yourself. So if you've got a colleague who's constantly working like a madman, never takes a day off, takes on way too many projects, stays late at the office every night, and you know that they're headed straight for the brick wall of burnout, they're drinking 10 cups of coffee, they're taking Ambient to sleep, they're having a hard time just coping with daily life, by you keeping your 10:30 tennis appointment every Tuesday because it is a non-negotiable and that is what self-care is for you you're showing that colleague that they can do it for themselves that they have permission to take time out of their day that the world is not going to end if they don't do everything by the end of Friday you really become that example of how powerful it is to take time for yourself Real quickly, I'm going to go through that list again. What's good about preventative self-care? Well, it keeps you evened out. Number two, it's not a lot of work because it's a habit. It's built in. Number three, it's building self-confidence and self-worth. Number four, it helps prevent burnout and breakdowns. And number five, it's a great example for others around you. Now, real quickly, I want to go through some examples of what preventative self-care is. I did give you a few, but I have a couple more that I think is really important to talk about. So number one, taking your meds or your vitamins. This is crucial. If you are on any kind of medication that you need to be taking for mental health or if you've got daily vitamins that you take, this is preventative self-care. And doing it consistently every day is such an integral part to taking care of yourself and building that habit. Number two, getting enough sleep every night. This is crucial. I've talked about this more times than I can count on the show. The number one way people get self-care is consistent sleep, seven and a half hours or more a night. If you're nowhere near that or you're one of my insomniacs out of there, I really want you to start focusing on what you can do. Can you take some natural calm before bed? Can you listen to some apps Some you know, fall asleep music? Can you change your hours that you're productive so that you can accommodate when your body's actually tired and then move it back? a little bit, a little bit, a little bit until you get into a routine that's conducive to your lifestyle. Number three, setting boundaries. This is extremely important. This needs to happen every day and this is a consistent part of preventative self-care. If you have a hard time saying no, if you have a hard time setting boundaries, I've got plenty of episodes in the archives. Go to our website, www.selfcareissexy.com. Search the word boundaries or even just search the word no and you're going to get a lot of great tips and resources on how you can really start to set those boundaries for yourself and make taking care of yourself the priority over all the other tasks you're feeling like have to get done. This is integral to preventative self-care because if you're not setting boundaries, you're certainly not making time for yourself. Number four, you want to set up your morning routine. 
setting yourself up for how you want your day to go, whether it's planning or journaling or meditating, whatever you do, it's really critical that first hour that you're awake. Instead of just slamming yourself into the day and running headfirst into whatever's there, really start to protect that very precious time with some kind of morning routine, whether it's, you know, get up, brush your teeth, take your meds, do your meditation, or whether it's get up, go potty, go outside and take some some deep breaths, whatever it might be, just make sure it's a consistent routine that you can follow no matter what you've got going on. And number five, one of the most important ways that you can get preventative self-care is through daily movement. I don't care what you're doing. It could be kickboxing with my badass ladies that I love kickboxing in Oregon City. It could be walking on the treadmill for a half an hour a day. It could be, you know, adult hula hooping. It could be yoga. Whatever thing you're into, just make it a consistent habit to get movement every single day. All right. The last little thing I want to talk about when it comes to preventative self-care. I told you we had a lot to get through today. I would not kidding is that you want to know when it's appropriate to use preventative self-care. And so number one, the most appropriate time to use preventative self-care is when you're not in crisis mode. That's so important. So it's also important to recognize when you're in crisis mode or when you're close. I've got a whole episode that goes through how to identify if you're falling over the edge, if you're about to tip over into crisis mode, how to recognize it in your body, how to recognize the signs by what's going on around you, how to recognize it in your own speech patterns. If you've never sat with yourself to figure that out, this is crucial. You need to know when you're about to go into the red zone because just like every great football club out there, Knowing what to do when the pressure is on is the difference between winning or losing. And I mean that in the sense of losing your fucking mind, all right? Number two, how do you know when it's time to use preventative self-care? Well, it's on the onset of feeling like you're losing control. And when I say when you're losing control, I mean like control of your time, your day, things like that. So I want you to sit and I want you to think about this for a second. Are you currently feeling like you have no control over your day, that you hit the ground at 100 miles an hour and it's, mommy, I need this, honey, where's my lunch bag? Oh, the dog's got to take crap. You know, like, are you charging into the day full force with no control from the moment you wake up to the moment your head hits the pillow at night? Do you feel like the entire time you're awake, you're doing something for somebody else and you never get the time. Well, if that's happening to you right now, you're definitely getting close to the red zone and you need some preventative self-care. This is where setting boundaries is going to become really important. It's going to be difficult to switch everything like 180. So just do it in small incremental chunks. Take it one thing at a time. I can't help you with your lunch bag right now, honey. You're going to have to figure it out. Little Timmy, little Johnny, little Susie, you're going to have to get yourselves ready today. And you know what? If the dog takes a dump on the floor, so be it. Let someone else clean it up. You need to take that time for yourself. Now, I know when I say this, a lot of people are going to roll their eyes and be like, that's impossible. I can't do that. Well, let me ask you this. 
What's the price of not doing it? How much of your own joy are you deferring and how much of your life are you giving away to other things that don't even matter because you're telling yourself a story that you have to do these things? Once you start to figure out that you don't have to do anything you don't want, then you start reclaiming your power and you start taking back that control. Number four, how do you know when it's a good time to use preventative self-care? Well, if you're a chronic people pleaser, if you're codependent, or if you're a caregiver, or if you're overwhelmed by just the idea of stepping outside of your current pattern to take care of yourself, it's a good time to really enact some preventative self-care. And you can do that by setting yourself up for success one small thing at a time. It could be as easy as going to bed 10 minutes earlier than you did last night. It could be as easy as setting a time limit for the Facebook, the Instagram, the TikTok on your phone. It could be as easy as setting a boundary with your spouse, your partner, your husband, your roommate, whatever, today saying, hey, this thing that you're doing really bothering me, please don't do it anymore. And setting yourself up for success by really putting yourself first. And if you're struggling with this concept because it feels selfish, if you feel guilty about it, I've got plenty of episodes to help walk you through how you separate yourself from that and how you understand that that comes from a place that has nothing to do with you. You know, if you don't know this, if you're new and you don't know this about self-care, you've been pre-programmed to think that self-care is selfish, that you're going to turn into an egotistical narcissist, that if you really make time for yourself, the whole world is going to fall apart. Well, it's better to have you conditioned that way and make you in service to others than it is for you to have the freedom to do what you want and change the perception and change the mentality of the grind culture, the go, 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 the get it all done, the keeping up with the Joneses, you know, the falsehoods that we're trying to chase that aren't even worth it anymore. They're not even the same thing. So if you feel like you're falling into that chronic people-pleasing behavior, if you feel like you're identifying with a lot of the control patterns of codependency, and if you feel like your whole identity is wrapped into caregiving, then it's really time to stop full stop, and get yourself set up on a preventative self-care routine that you can do today, right now, before the end of your day, no matter what you're doing. There's got to be something that you can do. Get creative. Come up with a way that you can give yourself some self-care today. Number four, another great time to use preventative self-care is when you're in preparation for something really hard that you're about to do. Like if it's visiting family or if you're starting school or you're moving or a new job or something in your life circumstance is about to change and it's going to be difficult. That's when you really want to utilize that opportunity to start up a preventative self-care routine. 
All right, we spent about 20 minutes talking all about preventative self-care. We're going to switch gears and talk about restorative self-care. Now, I told you this is going to be a long episode. So if you're burned out and your content is overloaded, that's 100% okay. Turn me off. Come back some other day. That is the beauty of audio recording. I'm on demand. I'm on your clock. I'm on your schedule. And you deserve your own time. So if you've got another 15, 20 to listen to me yammer on about restorative self-care, great. If not, give yourself the kudos, the congratulations, and the appreciation that you listened this long. It's so important that we celebrate what we're doing right. All right, let's get on to restorative self-care. So what is restorative self-care? Well, basically, it's pretty much the opposite of preventative self-care. It's the self-care that we do when the shit has hit the fan or we've just made it through some crazy, dark soul journey, some hard life event like a, a breakup or getting fired or or going through grief or some kind of pretty heavy situationship, right? That's when restorative self-care is really going to do its best work. And we do restorative self-care when we've hit rock bottom. So some kind of crisis makes us full stop and take care of yourselves. And I want you to think about this. The last time you were really super sick, like can't get out of bed sick, That's when restorative self-care kicks in. It's when there's no other option. You have pushed yourself way too far or something's happened that's way too big for you to deal with and your only option is self-care. And restorative self-care is just what it sounds like. It's here to restore us to normal or to our baseline, to a healthy mental health state. That's what restorative self-care is. It's usually pretty big, you know, in in application. And restorative self-care is usually expensive. It takes a lot of time. And it becomes our primary focus until we feel better. But it's so important because it helps us get closer with ourselves. It helps us to center and Restorative self-care is is the type of self-care that we remember it. We remember when we do restorative self-care. You remember the last time you took a vacation or you had a spa day or you did some kind of big, you know, spontaneous road trip with a girlfriend or some kind of big thing that you did that was all for you that took you out of your life. So I want to go real quickly through the five things that are good about restorative self-care. Number one, restorative self-care is good because we it's easy to recognize when we need it. When you're in the red and shit has hit the fan and you have no other alternative but to full stop and take care of yourself, that is the best part about restorative self-care because it's pretty loud and obvious and glaringly there. You know if you've been through a hardship You know to recoil and to turn off your social button, to turn off your phone, to shut down any extracurricular responsibilities, and to tell people no, and to go inward to heal. 
And that's so important that you do allow that to happen. Because what happens if you don't allow yourself that restorative self-care when the shit hits the fan, it's just going to build and build and build. And you're going to have a bigger problem to deal with later, whether it's, you know, full-on inpatient situation or whether it's, you know, complete removal from your life or you lose your job or the kids get, you know, taken away or something crazy like that happens as a result of you not taking care of yourself. Number two, it's usually big and sweeping and fulfilling and it invokes a lot of those ooey gooey emotions about ourselves. It's usually something that, you know, when we're involved in restorative self-care, we're likely to cry or have some sort of cathartic moment where we recognize and realize, oh my God, I never take care of myself. And for me personally, this has happened in yoga. It's happened in retreats. It's happened on a hike where I just stop in the middle of this beautiful self-care moment and recognize like, oh my God, I never take time for myself. I can't even remember the last time I did this. And it's going to invoke a lot of powerful emotions of regret and pain. And my best advice to you, if you've never experienced that before, is to allow it to happen and then immediately switch your your entire focus to the gratitude you have for doing the self-care. And we call this the post-self-care bliss, right? When you're coming down off the mountain and you've just gone through the hardship of going to the top, you made it to the top, you saw the beautiful vista, you realized you never take time for yourself, you never go hiking, you're never really present with yourself like you are in this moment. You come down off the mountain and you decide, I'm going to go to that French bakery I love so much and get myself one of those chocolate croissants I never get and I'm going to sit and drink my own cafe and have my croissant and not talk to anybody and just people watch and enjoy my time and it's gonna feel so incredible because when you're engaged in powerful restorative self-care it makes you want to continue to do self-care and the best thing you can do is ride that high for as long as you can and then when you come out of it set up your preventative self-care plan when you're in that mindset when you're in that ooey gooey feeling of oh my god I feel so great when I give myself my own attention. Number three, the best part about restorative self-care is that it is so purposeful and it has a clear goal. When you set out to do restorative self-care, like I'm going to go back to the hiking method. When you have this goal, I'm going to go on a hike this weekend. I'm going to go on a hike and I'm going to take my snacks and I'm going to do it and I'm going to spend some time in the nature and just absorb that goodness. You've got a set goal when you make that plan. Preventative self-care kind of is, it's wishy-washy, right? Like I wash my face every night or I drink water. It's got a purpose, but it's not like a solid, heavy, purposeful type of self-care that restorative self-care is. Restorative self-care is literally like I'm going to the spa on Thursday for four hours, right? There's a goal. There's an outcome to it. It's a tangible thing on your calendar that you can say, that's my self-care. That's what I'm doing to take care of myself. And it's usually something that you don't typically do. And it's so important to really utilize that opportunity of setting that goal and following through. Purposeful restorative self-care looks like this is a thing I'm going to do. Number four, it takes us out of our daily focus on others. 
So restorative self-care is something that removes us from our current circumstance, and it absolutely makes us completely put aside our responsibilities that we have to others or our obligations that we feel we have to others. I'm going to take a quick little sidebar here and just point this out. If you are telling yourself that you absolutely have to do things for other people because if you don't, the whole world is going to fall apart. They won't love you. You're, you know, everything's going to crash and burn if you're not there to do these things for other people. I want you to check yourself and just understand what you're really doing, which is you're creating a powerful narrative to avoid dealing with your own shit. Now, I am the queen of this. This is in, this has encompassed my entire life, and it's only been through working on this podcast and researching self-care and talking to hundreds of people about what they do for self-care, reading books, and really feeding myself all this information that I finally discovered the truth, which is being a martyr is only avoidance in a different form. And you don't have to be that way anymore. And there's more freedom and more self-worth and more intrinsic self-love that comes from actually doing what you want to do with your time and maybe pissing other people off in as a result and being okay with that. Because there is another side to this whole people-pleasing, codependent, caregiver identity. There's a whole other way for you to live and exist and find worth. Last but not least, one of the best things about restorative self-care is that it leads to changes in our mindsets and our behaviors and our lives. When you have that profound experience, you remove yourself from your current daily situation and you give yourself that incredible spa day or you go out to Brighton Bush for a few few days or you head to Sonoma or you do some sort of PTC hike or something big, something that's calling to you and you do that self-care you're going to have major epiphanies about the next direction to take in your life, about what you really want, and you're going to connect so deeply with yourself that everything you need to know to get through whatever hardship that you're doing the restorative self-care to recover from, that you have what it takes to get through it. It's so important that you understand that when you do these kind of massive sweeping self-care days or events or weekends, that you're going to get so much more out of it. You're going to walk away with a whole new game plan, guaranteed. All right, let me go through that list real quick again. The five best things about restorative self-care is that, one, it's easy to recognize when we need it. Two, it's sweeping and fulfilling and it invokes those ooey-gooey emotions. Three, it's purposeful with a clear goal. Four, it removes us from our daily focus on other people. And five, it leads us to a complete mindset, behavior, and life change. All right, real quickly, I want to go through some examples of some restorative self-care. Now, these are just some ideas that, you know, I want us to really be thinking about. Again, if you've just come through that journey of the dark soul and you're just making it to the other side, these are the good ideas that you can take to really supercharge that healing. 
So number one, you could take a trip away, uh, rehab, like actual rehab, a spa, vacation, some kind of pilgrimage. I mentioned it before, the PCT. Um, you know, again, things that remove us from our daily life and completely put us in a whole other time frame, right? Like camping. You know how when you go camping, it's like all of a sudden you're eating when you're hungry, you're sleeping when you're tired, and your whole schedule changes because you're in a completely different environment. That is restorative self-care. Um, another big way to get some restorative self-care is you can quit a major responsibility, whether that's a job, a lover, an obligation, school, or something that's just too heavy for you to continue doing. Maybe you're on the board of some group and it's just too much work for you. It's okay. I'm giving you permission to set that down and quit something big as a means of restorative self-care. Another idea, number three, is traditional therapy. It's time to sign up. If you've just gone through some kind of hell and you really need some, some professional healing, just bite the bullet and sign up for the traditional talk therapy. You have no idea what could come out of it or what kind of great ideas and focus they could have for you. Number four, go see some live music or festivals. I know I'm going to be going to the Tectonic Shift Festival this summer. Um, I haven't been in so many years because of stupid COVID. And this is going to be a huge healing, restorative self-care. The tickets just went on sale. They're going to sell out. So if that's something that you need, you need a festival, you need a you know regional Burning Man event, this is for you. It's called Shift. I'll put a link to it in my show notes. And number five is is a medical procedure. So if you have been putting off something that you know you need to get done, it's time. It's time to give yourself that, that permission to heal and get whatever needs to be taken care of, taken care of, even if you're scared, even if you're not sure. Because taking care of yourself, my friends, is the best way to help anybody around you. And so... How do you know when it's a good time to use the restorative self-care? Well, number one, when you're in crisis mode, when the shit has hit the fan, when you feel like you're losing control, or if a doctor recommends it, if somebody tells you, hey, you're exhausted, you are going to hit the ground and it's not going to be pretty, that's when you know it's really time for some major restorative self-care. After any major life event, again, losing your job, breaking up, going through grief, something ending or losing something, it's very important to have a restorative self-care plan in place. And it's whenever you really need to reset or refocus on yourself. It's when you need to be connected back to yourself, to who you are and what you want out of this life. It's so important that you do what you want with your time. You want to make time for the things that are important to you because after all, this is your life. This is your time. This is your choice of how you spend your days. So make sure that it includes a little bit of self-care. 
All right, my friends, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. I know it was a long one. If you have a story you'd like to share and you want to be on the show, please email me. It's Chris, K-R-I-S, at selfcareissexy.com. Okay, stay tuned because we got some really great content coming your way. And remember that self-care is sexy. We're giving you permission to put yourself first. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.